Well, Setore, I was thinking that with the onset of spring coming here in the Northern Hemisphere on March 20th, that we should talk about the doyo period because that is an important transitional time that occurs 18 days prior to the change of each season. That's a great idea, especially because these are such important periods to take special care of our health, to support us to make the transition smoother. So I think if we are able to educate people about this 18-day period, we can really inform them about how to better take care of their health year-round. Yeah, absolutely. And these transitional periods are key times when people's energies get thrown off. And it's often a time when a person will get sick. So Chinese medicine gives us some tips on how to protect our health and support our well-being, our immune system during this time. So the doyo period relates to the earth element. And in Chinese theory, there are five elements, four being the four cardinal points of the compass. So we have uh, wood in the east, fire in the south, metal in the west, and The north is represented by water, and in the center is the earth. So your home is your earth. And this is why they look at earth as influencing the transition from one period to another. And in Chinese medicine, the earth organs are your organs of digestion. And the primary organs that are related to the earth element are the spleen and stomach. And this also relates to the pancreas. So it's very important to protect your health during any seasonal transition and really any transition in your life because you always want to support that earth energy as you move from one season to the next, as you move from one part of your life to the next. So if you have issues already in those organ systems, so if you have gastrointestinal issues, you tend to develop ulcers or gastritis, or you have diabetes, you want to pay special attention to nourishing the earth energy during these times. Natural Healing Podcast, the show designed to guide, inspire, and empower you to elevate your health so you can achieve your goals and dreams. We are your hosts, Dr. Satara Moafi and Salvador Cephalou, a husband and wife team of acupuncturists and owners of a Center for Natural Healing, an integrative wellness clinic based in the heart of Silicon Valley. We're here to make the ancient wisdom of healing practical and accessible for your modern lifestyle. So in terms of supporting those organs of the earth element, the spleen and the stomach, we really need to pay attention to the uh, pathogenic factor that those organs are susceptible to, and that would be dampness. And dampness is what they call one of the six evils in Chinese medicine, the others being Wind, which is associated with springtime, heat associated with summer, and then extreme heat would be fire. And then in the fall, when things start to dry out, dryness is the 
factor that could cause harm in the body. And then, of course, in wintertime, it's the factor of cold that could be harmful. Now, in terms of the transitional periods that we're talking about, we need to pay extra attention to the body being exposed to too much dampness or internally being exposed to too much dampness through the diet. Yeah, so foods that would be damp producing are any foods that create a fungal terrain in the body. So obviously eating too much sugar would create a damp or fungal terrain, but also having a lot of carbohydrates in general, including too much fruit, a lot of grains, gluten will tend to produce a lot of dampness in the body as well. And also things like dairy. Dairy is a big one. So drinking a lot of milk or eating a lot of ice cream, eating a lot of cheese, that's going to kind of clog up the system and produce a damp terrain that's going to make your immune system more compromised. So with the onset of spring, it makes it even more imperative to support our digestive health because spring relates to the element of wood. And that energy has a very you could say, oppressive effect on the earth energy. So the earth organs are going to be more compromised during the springtime with all that wood energy starting to sprout within the body. If you notice during springtime, you will tend to be a little bit more irritable or anxious. And that kind of comes up because that's the energy related to the wood element. So the wood element in Chinese medicine relates to the liver and gallbladder organ systems. And the emotion that's connected when those organ systems are out of balance is anger and irritability and frustration. So you might just feel that more naturally during this time of year. And a lot of that when it becomes overabundant, when you start to really feel that wood energy start to ramp up, it can oppress the earth energy, which can cause even more digestive issues. I know for me, if I'm under any kind of stress, the first thing that happens is I feel it right in my gut, right? Like I'll feel like kind of this pinching right in my stomach area. You know, you can develop constipation, you can develop diarrhea with any sort of disruption or change in your lifestyle or diet or with a shock to your system, right? Any kind of stressor. And even an ulcer. And I remember after a wedding, you were quite sick for about a week. You couldn't really eat and you had a lot of stomach pain. So you probably yeah, I had developed gastritis during yeah. that time because of the stress of everything that came yeah. up with that. And Months of stress. Yeah. And it was not even a stress that I really necessarily knew was happening. It wasn't like I was being tormented during the time before our wedding, but sometimes just going through a change in your life will induce stress. And that in and of itself activates the liver energy. And then when the energy becomes overabundant, it starts to oppress or we say invade the spleen and stomach energy. And that can cause a lot of digestive disruption. Well, where we live and work here in Silicon Valley, it's a, an area where there's just constant stress and we just become so adapted to it, almost immune to it. But it, it's definitely impacting us physically, emotionally, and we don't even, we're not even aware of it. Well, and especially the patients that we work with and the clients that, that we see, it's really apparent in their lives when they're working in that high stress corporate environment. And I always tell my patients, don't 
take meetings during lunch or don't eat your lunch during those meetings because the stress that's being induced through the information that's coming in through the meetings, that can impact your ability to digest the food that you're eating. And then you can leave the meeting rather than feeling like, oh, now I'm informed about what's going on with the company. You can leave with a stomach ache, stomach cramps, and then you know your stress just gets really exacerbated. Well, one of my patients who thankfully has recently retired had chronic gastric disorders and a high stress job. And she always had lunch sitting at her desk. She couldn't leave. And I just said, how, how do you expect to digest what you're eating? You can't do it. Yeah, definitely. So I think that, you know, listeners at home, you will also probably relate to the experience of any time that you've eaten under stress or have been in an argument while you're eating, you're not going to digest that food the same way. It's going to be kind of thrown off. And so it's really important to take care of your emotional health and also your digestive health. And sometimes it's not so easy to manage the emotions or maybe notice that your emotions are going to be disrupted. So we really encourage you to focus on paying attention to the way you eat, paying attention to the foods you eat during this time in particular when your earth organ systems are most vulnerable. So when the the liver is imposing its will on the earth organs of digestion, there are some key things that you may notice. So when a person eats, they can't digest and they just get bloated and they have a very distended abdomen. And the diaphragm could seize up because the, the liver controls the diaphragmatic region of the body. And if that chi isn't able to flow smoothly up and down, it starts to spread out. And so then people start getting crampy, spasms and distinct pains in the rib cage. So that's another telltale sign of a liver invading the spleen and stomach pattern. If people have a weakness of their spleen, so they can't assimilate what they're eating, they, they might just have soft stools. Some people they eat and they just have to run to the bathroom and eliminate it because it's just, it's not being absorbed well. It's just going right through them. So these are common patterns that we see clinically and often are stress-induced. Absolutely. And really, it's important, even if you aren't experiencing any of these patterns, that still during the doyo period, you take care to pay attention to how you're treating the digestive system and managing your emotions, because this also impacts your immune health and your ability to stay healthy during the upcoming season. And during springtime in particular, this is important because this is the most popular time for seasonal allergies. So when you take care of the earth energy, you're able to create a foundation that will help prevent you from having, you know, the severity of the allergies that can be common at this time. Right, because when you support your earth to be strong, then you can control the excessive wood energy from flaring up and causing these uh, episodes of allergies that often occur in the spring or they might even have bouts of hypertension that occur. They might have more headaches, uh, redness of the eyes, just a lot of heat signs. They could have problems develop in their ears and they might have dizziness. You know, these are all things that are reflective of an excessive wood energy. And you can control that by having a strong earth digestive power. Yeah, because remember that your earth is your center. It's your foundation. So when that's strong, you have a very strong foundation for your overall health and well-being. 
Well, Satara, with all that being said, why don't we offer a few takeaways to help support our listeners during this transitional time? Yeah, so it's really important during this 18-day transitional period, which basically starts 18 days before the equinox or the solstice. So this year with the spring equinox, you just want to track back 18 days before the 20th and start to make some of these changes in your diet, in your lifestyle to support the energy of the spleen and stomach organ systems. So tip number one is we need to reduce our consumption of sugar because sugar feeds yeast, which is a damp forming pathology. We need to reduce the dairy products, yogurt and such, because those dairy products are mucus producing, which is another expression of dampness in the body. And we also need to consider not eating too much nuts, such as like peanuts and cashews, because those foods in general are fungal foods. And even coffee, coffee could be a a damp producing fungal food as well. So we really need to deal with the fungus in the body. So sugar, sugar, sugar. So fruit and dried fruit, especially, which is a more concentrated form of sweet will induce more dampness as well. The second tip is to avoid eating a lot of cold and raw foods. So cold, according to Chinese medicine, impairs the spleen qi, and it also inhibits the production of acid in the stomach that's necessary for the digestive process. We've talked about this quite a bit in another episode. You can find that episode at acenterfornaturalhealing.com forward slash cold, but essentially you want to make sure that you're eating more nourishing and warm foods to help support the functions of your digestive system. And tip number three is to get acupuncture during this doyo period. So if a person only wants to use acupuncture as a maintenance therapy, we say you do it during these transitional doyo periods four times a year, and that will give you to support during the transitions between seasons. As always, we love to hear from you. Visit acenterfornaturalhealing.com forward slash doyo, D-O-Y-O, and let us know in the comments about your personal insights about this episode. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Remember, letting us know how much you enjoy this episode is so fulfilling for us, but sharing it with others helps us to spread this information to more people around the world. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Natural Healing Podcast, and we look forward to our next time together. Bye.